Chapter 6 of Nettie and Becky Stubtail. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ruth Maston. Nettie and Becky Stubtail by Howard R. Garris. Story 6 The Stubtails Run Away. What are you thinking of, Nettie? asked Becky Stubtail the little bear girl, one Saturday morning when there was no school and when she and her brother were out in front of the cave house, brushing up the dried leaves to make a bonfire. Oh, I'm not thinking of much, said Nettie, with a look through the woods to see if he could see his Uncle Wigwag trying to play any tricks on him. Oh, but you must be thinking of something, insisted Becky, for I have had to speak to you twice before you answered. And when Mamma asked if you didn't want to scrape out the frosting dish when she was making a cake, you said, I would if I didn't have to have a ring in my nose. What in the world did you mean, Nettie? Hush, exclaimed the little boy bear, looking all around. Not so loud. Someone may hear you. Well, what if they do? asked Becky in surprise. I only said what you said about having a ring in your nose. Hush, that's it exclaimed Nettie. You know, I know you said the tame train bear had one, went on Becky. But what has that got to do with you? Hush, exclaimed Nettie, coming nearer and taking hold of Becky's paw. That's it, Becky. How would you like to become a trained bear and do tricks, Becky? Like it? Why, I wouldn't like it at all, exclaimed the little bear girl. I think it would be perfectly horrid to have a ring in your nose. Well, maybe we wouldn't have to, went on her brother. That's what I've been thinking of. Why, Nettie Stubtail, exclaimed Becky. I'm going straight and tell Mama. The very idonical idea. No, don't do that, cried Nettie, grabbing his sister by the paw before she could run into the cave house. Wait, and I'll tell you about it. Oh, I know, spoke Becky, and tears came into her eyes. You're thinking of running away and becoming a trained bear. Oh, don't do it. Why not? asked Nettie. I think it would be fun. You know, the day the skillery scalery alligator had me by the neck, the good tame bear came along and tickled the gator so that he had to let me go. Yes, said Becky. I remember that, but I don't see why... Listen, went on Nettie, just as the nice telephone girl says it. Listen, and I'll tell you all about it. So Becky listened as hard as she could. The trained bear said he could do lots of tricks, went on Nettie, and he did some for me, and he also said the man gave him buns and popcorn and lots of good things to eat. Oh, but Papa has always taught us to be afraid of real men said Becky. Yes, maybe real men with guns and dogs, but this man only had a stick like Mama's clothes pole and a brass trumpet, and as I ran away through the woods I could hear him blowing a lovely tune on it. I'm sure he was a good man. Well, maybe, admitted Becky, but are you going to run away and become a tame, trained bear? I'm thinking of it 
answered Nettie. And maybe you would like to come too. Just imagine sweet buns every day and popcorn balls, no lessons, and doing tricks and having that man play on the brass horn for you. Now it wasn't right for Nettie to do this and try to make Becky come away with him. It was bad enough for the little boy bear to think of going off by himself. But when he wanted his sister to come too, well, it wasn't right, that's all. Nettie was older than Becky, and he should have known better. But that's the way it is sometimes, even with boys in real life. Of course, I don't mean any of you, but there are some other children I could name if I wanted to, but I'm not going to. Well, anyhow, Nettie talked of how nice it would be for him and Becky to run away and become trained bears and do tricks and have good things to eat, and finally Becky said, well, I'll run away for a little while with you. Yes, we'll just try it. If we don't like it, we can run back again, spoke Nettie. Jackie and Petey Bow Wow, the puppy dog boys, once ran away, said Becky, and they were glad enough to run home again. I know, but this is different, said Nettie. They want to join a circus. We'll just go with a kind man. There will be all the difference in the world. All right, I'll try it, said Becky, and she sighed a little at the idea of leaving her mama and papa and Uncle Wigwag and Aunt Piffy and Mr. Whitewash, the polar bear gentleman and her nice cave house and all that. I, could I take any of my dolls with me? asked Becky after a bit. Well, maybe one said Nettie, though I never heard of anybody that ran away taking a doll, but maybe one wouldn't do any harm. Then I'm going to take Mary Ann Puddingstick Clothespin, my very nicest doll, said Becky. All right, agreed her brother. Now we must get ready. And mind you, it's a secret. No one must know anything about it. Can't I tell, tell Mama? asked Becky, tears coming in her eyes. No, not even Mama. Then I'm not going. Oh, that's just like you girls, cried Nettie. We fellows get everything going nicely and you won't play fair. You can leave a note for Mama after we're gone, telling that you've run away if you like. Then I'll do it, said Becky. And you must pack up what clothes you'll need, went on Nettie. Put them in a paper bag and I'll do the same. Then, when it gets dark, we'll go out and run away to find the man with the brass horn. And when will we get some sweet buns and popcorn? Asked Becky, anxious-like. Oh, as soon as we find him, said Nettie. Now I'm going to get ready. Mind, not a word to anybody. So the two bear children prepared to run away. Of course, I'm not saying they did right. I guess you wouldn't say so yourself, but I have to tell this story exactly as it happened, or it wouldn't be fair. Of course, I might make a mistake, but I'll do as nearly right as I know how. Nettie and Becky packed up a few of their clothes and paper bags they found in the kitchen. Becky also took some things for her doll, Mary Ann Pudding Stick Clothespin. The doll herself, the little bear girl, wrapped in an old salt bag that had been washed clean. I wonder what those two children are up to anyway, asked Aunt Piffy, the fat bear lady, as she helped Mrs. Stubtail do the washing. Oh, 
Maybe they're planning some trick to pay on Uncle Wigwag to pay him back for all the joking he has done, said Mrs. Stubtail. I guess they're all right. But if she had only known what Nettie and Becky were going to do, oh dear, isn't it too bad mothers don't always know? They could save so much trouble. But there, I must tell about the story. Becky and Nettie had their supper, and they had hidden their bags of things under our front porch. They were not very hungry. They were too excited. And then, too, they were thinking of what the bear man might give them. Perhaps they were also a little sad about leaving their nice home, but Nettie had made up his mind to run away. Finally, the bear children went off to bed, but they did not sleep, and when the house was all dark and still, they quietly got up and went out the back door. Silently, they went to where they had left their bundles and got them. Come on, whispered Nettie. At last, we're running away. And, and maybe we'll be glad to run back again, whispered Becky, and her voice choked. Oh, don't be a crybaby, said Nettie. Come on. Oh, but it's dark, objected Becky. The moon will soon be up, said her brother. On and on through the woods they went, and soon the moon did come up. Then it was lighter. On and on went the two bear children, when all of a sudden they heard a noise in the bushes. What's that? asked Becky, sliding close up to her brother. I, I don't know, he whispered. And just then, through the woods, they heard a sound like this. Come on, cried Nettie, joyfully. There is the trained bear man. Now we are all right. And holding tightly to Becky's paw, he raced on through the woods toward the bugle sound. And what happened next, and what Nettie and Becky did when they found the trained bear and his master, I'll tell you on the next page when the story will be about Nettie and Becky up a pole. That is, I will if the letter carrier doesn't put a clothespin on our little doggy's tail and mail him away off where he can't go to the moving picture show in our cellar. End of chapter 6